Welcome to the Influence Factory podcast. This program is dedicated to support professionals who have a desire to develop their digital business influence so they can navigate through a fast-paced, constantly growing digital world. We invite newcomers as well as our family of business influencers to a place to play, share ideas, questions, tips, and guidance with other thought leaders around the globe. Sit back and enjoy our program with our host, Dean Delisle, as he interviews guests. News and commentary is provided by Kate Hassett and Jackson Delisle. Power Move lessons are provided by the Influencer Marketing Department at Social Jack. And production, editing, and distribution is provided by the Social Jack production team. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode. Actually, episode 49 of the Influence Factory. I want to welcome everybody on. Uh, we've got a great guest today talking about uh, strengthening your influence. We'll bring them up here in a few minutes. And remember, we bring you the latest industry news lessons, and uh, we always hear from industry experts from all over the world. Right, Kate? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Keeping track of the uh, social interwebs out there? I am. I am. I am in the Facebook group right now. Shout out to everybody who's logged in watching this live. We got Ben Quigley on the line, a couple of them. So thanks for being here. We appreciate you. You can also check us out on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting Darren Steen's interview at Get Social Jack using the hashtag Influence Factory. And of course, follow us on social at Social Jack. Yeah, right on. And uh, Jackson's in the newsroom there. Jackson, that newsroom looks pretty official. Yeah, it's very official. <laughs> a lot of news swirling around. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, just a couple of quick updates for those of you that are part of our community, which are all part of our community. So welcome. Uh, next Tuesday, February 19th at 11 a.m. Central, we have How to Convert LinkedIn Connections to Clients, Five Steps to Monetize Your Network. I also want to give a shout out and welcome to all the students that are currently in our Business Influencer Development class. Uh, we'll be finishing up that class next week, but they'll be with for 90 days and then officially graduating as business influencers, right, Kate? And then we'll be able to see their influence in action uh, as they evolve and develop. Super cool stuff. So you guys have some exciting news to talk about today. It's about LinkedIn is actually launching what we predicted two weeks ago already. They must have heard us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this uh, it's super cool because uh, LinkedIn is now doing uh, LinkedIn Live, which is their uh, new uh, live streaming uh, service that they are uh, launching and rolling out right now. But they're rolling it out on a uh, invite only basis. So they have to ask you to join. So it's in a very early stage, just testing. Uh, it's uh, they, they want to test with a small group to see how it goes. And judging by, you know, how their uh, native video content has been taking off over the past year, uh, I believe they launched it in, um, like, back in August 2017. Mm -hmm. yep. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that's been, like, the number one way to get the most engagement on LinkedIn is posting native videos. So now that they're moving to live video, this is very cool, and I can't wait to see what else that brings to the table. Uh, Kate, uh, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, it's just, it's just interesting because I think we've all been talking about it coming around and you know, LinkedIn's not necessarily known for being the most innovative social media platform. So I'm kind of surprised that we got this before we got, you know, like LinkedIn events. Um, but anybody who follows me on LinkedIn knows that I'm active with LinkedIn local, which is a worldwide networking event in each city where you can meet your LinkedIn connections. So I know a lot of groups like LinkedIn local were really pushing for this. And I'm just really excited to see how it transforms video on LinkedIn. I mean, we know that people are making really valuable video. That's how they're gaining their influence and they're following and getting business. And I'm people post on LinkedIn like, oh, I can't wait till I get the feature because I'm going to do an ask me anything. So if you're kind of thinking of ways to do a live video, obviously there's going to be events like we do where you can stream them, conferences, things like that that are really appealing towards your organization. But just 
personal branding standpoint, if you're a business influencer who's an expert in your field, that's a great way to go live and answer people's questions. Hey, like I normally charge X amount of dollars for a consultation like this where I answer any question you have, but here I'm going to do it live right now for free. Let people know you're doing it so they can tune in at a time and, and let them ask you whatever. I mean, that's great for business. That's great for personal brand. Great way to be one of the trailblazers on this journey. You know, yeah. and I have a I, I have a great pro tip on this too, Kate, is because they're not rolling it out to everybody just yet. And some people haven't even ventured into just even doing a video mm -hmm. or just, uh, you know, as it, on its own. But before you go live on LinkedIn, uh, use Facebook Live. Like right now we're streaming on Facebook Live, we're streaming on Zoom on multiple channels. And uh, in the Social Jack Resource Center, we actually have how to do a Facebook Live, like in three easy steps and it walks you through and this, the process is going to be the same for LinkedIn. Just remember your audience is a little bit different. So be sensitive to that audience being a business professional audience. And Kate, that was biggest fear because, you know, we always see the faux pas on, uh, mm -hmm. you know, on social media is like how many people are just going to abuse this so bad and make so many brands. Um, you know, we talked about the five mistakes for your personal brand. I think this is going to go to number one faster than we know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to add real quick, uh, just that they uh, that they are partnering with uh, third party live streaming developers. Uh, so this is going to allow for uh, users to create more polished live videos. So this is they're uh, partnering with a few different ones, and they said there's more to be announced in the future. But as of right now, they're partnering with uh, Wirecast, Switcher Studio, Wowza Media uh, Systems, Social Live, and Brand Live. So yeah, this is going to be super cool because, uh, like, like the way that Zoom partners with uh, Facebook Live, so you can stream there. Uh, it's going to be super cool that people will be able to stream to multiple locations and open that up to LinkedIn now uh, after it being closed off for so many years. Yeah, and this is just the beginning, folks. We talked about a couple of weeks ago. I was out at a uh, summit uh, in San Diego last week and just supporting all this evidence that this live television broadcasting, this is, this is we haven't even seen the tipping point on this yet. This is be the whole year that people are experimenting and testing with their brands. But you want to make sure, again, that you do it the right way and, and you're just careful about, you know, getting there in the first part. But we don't want you to be scared that you don't do it. So make sure you use that Social Jack Resource Center and really uh, plot things out a little bit before you start uh, doing this on the business side. But playing uh, Facebook Live is, or I would say, and then Kate, have you guys, uh, have you guys used like Instagram has live, doesn't it? So it's the same. I've used it before. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, and then uh, they face you know. as of right now between the two of them, Facebook seems to be the best, but that's normally what we'll see. Yeah, cool beans, cool beans. All right, so real quick, guys, I have, uh, I have, uh, thank you for that. I have a social jack power move that I'm sure uh, you two can support as well as a lot of people on. I see uh, a lot of our folks out there that have attended our classes, but uh, we have Darren Steen coming up here in a couple of minutes, and um, you know, just like uh, with any a fitness trainer, whether uh, you're doing something within your business, or your personal life, and you want to achieve your goals, you want to have a schedule and a process to it. And so everybody knows that we have 20 minutes a day. Kate's team does an amazing job with content mapping and content calendars and really giving our clients a process and a recipe of which to follow so they can achieve a certain outcome with their social network. While the same thing holds true with social teaming, with building your team, scouting and drafting, as well as engaging with your network and booking appointments and generating referrals. So, you know, as we say, if you do your 20 minutes a day, you're going to generate a referral, a qualified referral every five minutes of activity. So just think about that process. You know, you're not just scrolling and, and numbing. Uh, Kate, you had an amazing post that talked about don't like this post, you know, stop being a likeaholic, I think I chimed in with. Mm -hmm. And so the idea was, you know, don't just like it, but, you know, participate in a conversation, slow down, be in a conversation with somebody on social media within your network. You're going to be as a thought leader and you're going to take your brand to the next level. Anything to add on that, Kate? 
Yeah, no, I, I think that was spot on. And I think we always bring it back to, um, you know, the, the thing you teach that you've taught me too is that social media is a networking event, right? So if you're just liking things on social, it's like you're that person that's just reaching out with their business card and walking away. But engaging in the conversations is really, it's what it's going to help you bring business. So um, yeah, don't like a holic. I love it. <laughs> right on, right on. All right. Today's guest, we're excited, is one of our influencers, Kate Ann Jackson, our uh, coaches to this young man. He's the uh, owner of Transformation Station, where he trains individuals in uh, privacy through a 12-week body lifestyle transformation program. He's currently transitioning his network for a corporate wellness program. Uh, he's trained people like, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Mercola, which a lot of people know. He trains top CEOs and management teams to really become healthier and more fit and more productive as an organization. Please welcome the winner of Arnold Schwarzenegger's America's Great Next Trainer, uh, my good friend Darren Steen, and a client of ours. On down, Darren. What's going on, Dino? <laughs> Way to go, man. And there you are live at the Transformation Station. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to uh, say that I see Jimmy Z and uh, Ben Quigley and a few of your pals out in the audience here. So if you want to give a shout out to your fans, they are definitely logging into this live here during the session. Dino, thanks for that nice introduction. I appreciate it. Uh, you always make me look better than I truly am. But uh, yeah, Ben Quigley, what's going on? Jimmy Z has been doing this for years, giving me good advice over the years. And, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, for me, I, I get a little turned off when I see people talking about their fans. I say they're my friends for sure, you know, because I'm definitely no better than anybody that, so I appreciate the the friends that have supported me over the years. We all need more friends. Yeah, just a couple of fun facts. So uh, we know that you love to do magic tricks. We might even get one here in a minute. Uh, you've been raising your two daughters. I'm so proud of you, you know, with no mother in their life for the past seven years. So congrats. You know, we hear about single moms, but you know, single dads, you're building a business, you're rocking it out there. So kudos to you for, uh, for making that happen. And then, um, you know, you, you've been very competitive over the years, baseball, basketball, football, uh, competitive competitions, you really tout yourself as, as drug-free bodybuilder since the age of, uh, you know, 10 for 43 years. And, um, and then I didn't realize this cause I got locked room with you a few weeks ago and you love to sing and serenade men and women alike so i'm upset that i didn't get that song when we got locked in the background so <laughs> well, well when's your birthday do you know that's uh, september september 24th that's yeah, that's a little, little social media trick you know it tells us when their birthdays are so i started how it started was uh this transformation station here i promoted as the most positive place on the face of the earth. I don't let people hold on to any negative thought or phrase. We stop and we rephrase it and say what in the past it was that way going forward it's going to be this way. So I play that game with every client of mine. And then one of my clients stopped me when I said, I can't sing with a lick. And they're like, what are you saying? So they caught me and it was like, it sort of oh, hold hit. Hold on. I want Kate in the background to be listening to this. So go ahead, continue. So it, sort of they caught me and and i was like wow okay what i meant to say was i could sing better if i wanted to so what i did that week was i just watched a youtube video on how to sing better and then i got the idea to sing uh i like uh frank sinatra my mom named me after bob darren mack the knife real swanky frank sinatra type voice so all i did was about five times a day i would reach out to people on facebook and i'd give them an audio and I sing happy birthday to him like Frank Sinatra would with a little twang in it. Yeah. And I saw, and I, I, all I did was I sang softer and I didn't rush it. And I took my time and I did a little, you know, Frank Sinatra swing, swing to it. And they really liked it. And I started to sound pretty good. And like within two weeks, people started saying, you sound really good. And I'm like, wow, I can sing good. <laughs> and, and I just continued on, you know, I just continued on. I, I actually do it. Not only on Facebook now, but anytime I find out it's someone's birthday, because I'm so in my power zone when I do it, I'll drop down on a knee. I'll hold a lady's hand. I've done it for guys. And uh, I had some a few guys get seriously emotional, like, wow, no one's ever saying to me, thank you so much. And so I, I realized it was an easy way to get people to connect, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's super cool. Uh, I'd like to dig in a little bit to your story too, because, you know, I've known you for uh, at least 10 years or so, right? So a shout out to... Uh, to Cusdis out there who uh, I think uh, introduced us and we've now had this whole collective network of people that have come together 
uh, thanks to him. So uh, blessings out to him. Uh, you know, so, you know, you came from uh, uh, blue collar roots, right, family. And, uh, and so maybe take us a little bit through that journey, you know, because you haven't, you know, and, and then all of a sudden you get to meet Tony Robbins and you get, get him to take your business card and then to the next level with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Take us a little bit through that um, sort of journey of your life, how you got to this moment. Cool, cool. I, I love the Tony Robbins story. I didn't get him to take my business card. I didn't even say anything about it. I planned for six weeks and he asked me for my business card in a, in a right. one minute photo op. So I never even pulled my card out. He asked me to pull it out. So anyway, so I was raised by a blue collar father, Ken Steen. He, he was an electrician for 50 years. I was a, an, a blue collar man myself until 2000, August 1st. I had 19 years in with UPS as a truck driver. And, you know, no offense to blue collar uh, workers. I was one, but your thinking is very different than an entrepreneur. So that leads me to August of 2000 for a couple years when UPS went on strike in 1998. I couldn't sit and be still for about six weeks. So I ran an ad in the local Kankakee Daily Journal and said, Darren Steen's taking personal training clients. So I got my first professional training client a couple years before I quit full time to go personal training. And I found out that I was really good at it. I found out that it felt amazing to help other people. I kept things simple and I got the bug right there. So August 2000, I said, you know what? I walked away. I said, I'm never coming back. I took Tony Robbins advice and I said, I'm burning my boats. I'm never coming back. Cause I knew if was a plan B that I would not drive plan A so hard and plan A as a full-time personal trainer, 100% commission with no benefits, no security, walking away from all the benefits and security of the Teamsters Union and only 10 years away from retirement, I knew that if there was a plan B, I wasn't going to make most likely. So right. that was, that was uh, August 1st, 2000, and I hit the ground running. And I was, within six months, the number one income earning trainer in the world for the fastest growing fitness company in the world at the time, Lifetime Fitness. There was about 50 to 60 facilities. 10 to 15 trainers per facility. So I had about a 1,600, 2,000 trainers and it blew my mind. People ask me as I look back, they say, why were you so successful? I, very easy, I had no plan, I was scared to death. I had to make 60 to $80,000 a year to pay my mortgage and to feed my kids. So I had to be successful. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. So as you were making, you know, sort of making those moves and, and making that shift, um, are there any people that, that were basically on your team or behind you at that time to make that shift and, and to help support you through those changes? That's a lot of changes to go through. That, those are life events that you're talking about, complete switches. Yeah, I, I, and I, I wasn't far enough into re, uh, my UPS career to have any benefits. Uh, like for, you know, I had a 401k, but I had no pension. I was walking from that, that security Tony Robbins CDs, number one, absolutely. Uh, I had to wake up at 4 a.m. I didn't have to do anything, but I yeah. chose to wake up at 4 a.m. so I could get to the club at 5 and start my day before the morning clientele came in. And so Tony Robbins CDs, driving up LaGrange in the dark, really very scared. I'd get some training from the personal training managers at Lifetime Fitness, but it was very easy to see very quickly that they didn't know how to train clients. They didn't know how to train themselves. All they did was put quotas on you and tell you how to sell in a consultation setting with the used car pressure sales that did not feel right to me. Isn't, isn't so, that interesting how, how many businesses take that mindset of like sales first and then taking care of the customers second and, and you know, and it's interesting that so early that you felt that that was off. And I think a lot of times in business, especially entrepreneurs, it's a scary journey for us as we wake up and think of, oh my gosh, it's payroll or I have to make X number of sales, but I also have to build relationships. And it's a tough balance, you know, as being business owners. So, I, you know, it's, it's interesting how you identified that something felt off during that part. It was so obvious. I mean, from the first hour, I said, I'm not going to sell like that at all. And so I would say the Tony Robbins CDs is all I had in my ear. And the first client I got that was a business guy, as we alluded to him earlier, was Brian Cousins. He owned a company called ownacondo.com. And uh, 
they were rolling. They were rolling at that point. They were the big deal in town. So they were crushing it, man. He put his. He was. He was a risk taker. He put his name on a condo.com on the wall of Comiskey Park. He loved to invest a lot of money. He loved to put himself on the line. And he said, "Darren, you're an amazing trainer, the best trainer I've ever had. But you're a wage slave." And he said, "What you need to do is you need you got you you need to write a book, document your systems." And you need to create a book and need to sell it so you can get other avenues of income coming in versus being a slave. And he was very, very, very different and peculiar. He looked like he didn't have a job because he was at noon. He's wearing a bandana with scrubby clothes on, walking around. My first lesson was that I, I was going up to, I'm thinking about trying to get a client. I'm making no money at all. And so I, you, you look at the guy with the watch who drives up with the car and you go to those guys and girls first because you think, hey, that's the person that can afford it. And I just happened upon to have a conversation with this guy. He looks like Jeff Spicoli off of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> he does too. And he still was uh, sporting a mullet. Right? I, I, Brian Cousins, I love you, man. And we are still friends, He's great awesome. friends. And so I was talking to this by chance, my manager, pushed him over to me and I had a conversation with him and uh, like within an hour he flips out $4,000 cash and says I'll train 12 weeks and I'm like wow okay so <laughs> lesson, lesson number one don't judge a book by its cover if you're a fit well, if you're a fitness trainer and you're in the see a man working out that's not in a hurry around 10 11 noon he's either don't got a job or he's doing very well with his job one of the two right Right. And one thing I want to say, Kate and I were on a coaching session earlier today uh, with one of our clients and um, we talk about increasing our fees and, you know, and I've had have my coach tell me about that, you know, and, and, you know, business coaches and things like that. No, increase your fees. The things that you guys are doing are great and they're worth more. People will pay for them. And so what's interesting about that is, is, you know, there's that scarcity mindset that says, well, you know, I got to work, I got to earn my right to charge those fees. And, and what, you know, what's interesting is when we start, you know, get that first customer that's willing to pay, then that's that aha moment. So that had to be a big to you. I don't know what you were making, um, what you were making, uh, uh, you know, then at the time, but I know what it feels like to go from, you know, I went from, you know, bussing tables at, at three bucks an hour to making 25 K within two weeks. And that was like, what, this money is out there for me. Someone's willing to pay that for me. So know that, that feeling of just like, wow, I, I, yeah. I'm sure I'd love to hear from the listeners too, as they're typing in here, there are uh, some things, but I'm sure everybody's had that moment where they're like, Oh, I'm worth more. That, that was my moment for sure. Lifetime fitness took half. So it was a $2,000. <laughs> I had to service that for 12 weeks. But no, I was, I was actually very happy to pay lifetime half because, you know, they had 10,000 members there, put me in a fishbowl, and they were all looking at me. So, uh, you know, it was worth it. You know, a losing mindset trainer would say, oh, I got to give half to lifetime. But someone, a winner would say, listen, this is a great opportunity to really be in front of a lot of people. And I don't want to pay their electricity bills. I don't want to pay their liability insurance. And I don't want to pay for this equipment. So it's a really big positive. And yeah, so it was, you know, it was 80 or $90 a session. I did not fathom that anybody would pay 70, 80 or $90 for a workout. Uh, at first, where I came from an hour south of that, trainers were charging 15, 20, $25 a session. There was very, there was nobody looking at it as a, a, a real, realistically as a career. So I knew I wanted to make it as a career. So I knew I was in the right place. And the other peculiar thing about Brian Cousins was he asked so many questions and it seemed odd to me, but it took me uh, six months to a year to realize that as an entrepreneur, you have to be fully informed before you make your next move. You ask a lot of questions so you can absolutely be sure that what you're doing, investing your time and or investing your money is worthwhile investment. Yeah, I think that's, and that's a big lesson for all of us uh, that we don't uh, always have the opportunity to, to think about, right? So, so then as you're, as you're progressing, you know, take us, take us a little farther down the road here. So I did that for four and a half years. It was a great situation. I, uh, Lifetime Fitness awarded me the trainer of the year, gave me a trophy, gave me some recognition, and 
They did that three years in a row. The last year they stopped doing it because there was some people getting jealous and upset. Number one being the manager of the entire uh, facility in Orland Park, Illinois. His name was Doug Hargis. So Doug Hargis got all pissy because a personal trainer was making more money than him. Wow. He, had a, he, had a, he had a negative mindset. He didn't say, well, Darren's making $100,000, $10,000 more than me. He should have said, Darren's making lifetime fitness $100,000 a year. That's what he should have said. But anyway, he went to the CEO well, of the company. Well, yeah, well, hold on, because I think this happens to a lot of us. You know, we're all about helping people build their business influence, influencer development, right? That's what Social Jack's about. And I think one of the things that we have to understand is that as we get a little farther up and we put ourselves out there, it's a vulnerable place, right? And you're still within the realm of, of lifetime fitness. This is before social media, right? This is before 2000, you know, 2001. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so now all of a sudden, this is just within door to door, mouth to mouth, you know, you know, mouth to ear type thing. Well, Dean, now, Dean, Dean, we had the walkie talkies though. We had walkie talkies. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. You had walkie talkies. <laughs> um, and then uh, I just think, you know, people need to understand, you know, that's, that's a risk, but the rewards are 10 times better on that side. So you're always going to have, you know, the naysayers or the people that come out and, and, you know, and, and I think it's more um, jealous, it's closed mindset, like what you were talking about. I just want to make sure I acknowledge that because a lot of people think about that. And that's one of the fears that we see in social media. It's the fear of getting attacked, fear of putting yourself out there, of being authentic because now you're vulnerable and open and people might, you know, attack that position. Absolutely. So I can still remember the meat that came out of that situation like it was yesterday. So they're announcing that, uh, you know, every year they had cut our percentage the trainers were getting. And then like once a year they'd say, well, you got to come in Saturday for a shift. You got to clean the equipment for free and give, uh, you got to give people tours to, and I was willing to do that because I was living a dream. I was making more money at my passion. But when you're a wage slave, you can get, you'll get burned out. You can raise your rates. But if you go on vacation, you're worried about the customers not coming back. Right. And when you're making an hourly wage, you don't have different avenues of coming in. So in one meeting, they said, you know, we're, we're cutting your pay again by 20%. So I got my calculator out and I, I did the math and I'm like, Oh man, they just cut my pay by $25,000 a year in, in like one meeting. And I'm like, I, I, I felt this heat go through my body. And I said, okay, it's all been good up till now. The handwriting's on the wall. So I had a six month plan to uh, get out of there and rent a space somewhere where else I told all my clients, I so appreciated them supporting me that I was had to evolve and I had uh, outgrew lifetime fitness that I was, and I told them where I was going to be that if they want to come down and see me down there, that's where I'd be. And uh, so I left and uh, started the true world of entrepreneurialism and being in charge of my own destiny with uh, right. overhead, you know, so I was renting space. And then after that situation with a local business guy getting threatened because I got so popular so fast there. And in one day he calls me in his office. Uh, I, I won't say his name because I, I yeah, I'm no, still don't use names. <laughs> um, and he said, uh, Oh, by the way, you can't space here anymore. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, well, rumor got back to me that you're trying to open up your own facility. And I told him that on day one, that that was my plan. Right. But bottom line was he was getting scared and scarce. He had a closed mindset. And so I lost a place to train my clients. And I had just bought a half a million dollar home, which I shouldn't have done. But hey, I had a half a million dollar home. I had the nice cars. And all of a sudden, I had nowhere to train my clients. So I got, again, super uncomfortable and I got depressed anxiety couldn't really get out of bed for two weeks and then then I got on with it I got a hold of Cusdus I said hey what could happen you know I uh, got a hold of a couple of local business guy and you know within six months I had my own space that was my own space and that was in 2006 and I've been uh, having my own spaces ever since yeah you know I think that you you hit on a key element there is and I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about. And one of the big things that happen is when, you know, I mean, we all, none of us are, you know, invincible, right? And none of us, uh, of us really, um, you know, there, there's, there's different levels of depression. There's different levels of, of things that get a hold of us. We're human, 
you know what I mean? We're made, uh, you know, we have, we have core human needs and there's things that, that just get us in a funk and things like that. And I think one of the things I want to highlight is that, you know, you, you checked in with yourself and you realized that you were feeling this and entrepreneurs and business folks uh, feel this all the time where people are just like slugging through things and it's just not worth doing what they're doing. And they just, uh, they, they, they question themselves and their purpose and who they are. And, and a lot of times, you know, those are the moments where we pivot, we, we make a change or a switch. And, and I really like how you went back to your, what we call your social team, but your core team that you could really tell things to and say things to and say, Hey, listen, man, I'm scared. I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling, I believe this is depression and I need uh, some help to talk this through and I'm looking for ideas and I'm open-minded, right? To take uh, whatever you say and, and I, and I want to get out of this so bad, I'll do where you take me. And so I want to applaud you for, for doing that. And, and so then what shift, you know, for the people that are listening, what are some of the shifts that you made to, to make that turn? Because I know those are pivotal times, right? Ooh, it, it's tough, man. I mean, most entrepreneurs can relate. I'm a type red. I believe I have really big goals. I mean, you don't hook uh, a corporate client uh, like Dr. Joe Mercola, the number one natural guy in the world online and get paid $80,000 a year for three years, uh, not having big goals. And it doesn't haphazardly happen. And, and with, with that comes, you know, big letdown when, when things don't work out. And uh, at the beginning of this, we were talking about you know, how much money I've spent on joint ventures that failed and book deals that failed. I said a hundred thousand, but it's probably between hundred, close to 150. And then you just sort of smile and said, well, yeah, I'm at like around, you know, a million. And so you have twice as many. I stopped, count, I stopped counting it. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's real money. I mean, I true real money. I, I don't owe anybody any money today except my mom. I'm paying my mom back. She bailed me out of some of those with, you know, with mattress, which is great. God bless mom. I, I, that's, that's like a whole nother session, Dino. What, what tools? Because I've been there six, seven, eight times, I would say. Um, entrepreneurialism, ADD, failed ventures, family issues with a divorce. And, you know, I do know at my fort now as I look back and learning about my spine, and the problems I have, physical problems with my spine because of my 14-year football career, I'm not discounting the fact of what they call that brain trauma that they have where it just puts them down into a depression. So there's, yep. five, there's so many things that can draw us down. The fast paces of today's society and all the windows are open in our mind like the computer and never slowing down and sort of just calming down and getting away from the technology. You know, we want to use the technology, but if we use it all the time, we'll go nuts, Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and I think I even disclosed to you uh, that recently we uncovered that I had, you know, a series of concussions from football, wrestling, and, uh, you know, martial arts. And then a lot of things, um, you know, that, that were undocumented, you know, those are just the things that were documented yeah, yeah. Back, in, back in the 70s, right, and 80s. A lot of that stuff isn't where it is today. And so, you know, I fully sympathize with, you know, a lot of those folks that now today are, you know, you know, in the effects of it. And we don't know what causes that, you know, the mood swings and everything else. So um, let's get back to, to really uh, now you're making this turn. And, um, and so, uh, so, you know, you get, how did you get to the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing? So, you know, many of us are trying to get to that Mercola. Well, let's, let's break it down for a minute. So you get Mercola. How did you get to Dr. Mercola? I want to hear this story. I don't think I've ever heard this. So to back up right before the story, you, you had, I know the answer to the question you had before this is four or five business guys that saw the love yeah. and focus and attention that I was giving out when they hired trainers, other trainers at Lifetime Fitness at 55 minutes, they were done and off to the next client. I was 65 minutes. I came early, I left late, and I looked them in the eye. They knew I loved what I did. Customer so service. when I was yeah. in trouble, I had four or five or six business people come to my side that would wake up in the middle of the night and help me if I was in a bad spot. That was really the key to push me through six or seven dark times in my past. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and we so, call that your social team. That's your two starting players at that moment. So That's right. And uh, so that's really funny that you said that because you've been having me create my new social team since I'm a client of yours. I just realized those five or six guys in the, from my past aren't on my new social team, and that's ridiculous. So yeah. 
One of them, uh, Sloan's Landscaping, Glenn Sloan, local guy, real good friend of mine. He said, Darren, you're a, you're a cancer survivor, one kidney. You're amazing at what you do. And he says, you, you should be Dr. Mercola's trainer. I'm like, well, who's Dr. Mercola? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so he, he show, showed me the newsletter, and I didn't even come close that I could train a celebrity, the number one natural doctor in the world online. But every time I trained Glenn, he would fill me up. He's like, you can, you can do this. And, I, and, I, and after Tony Robbins, and I'd go on to Les Brown. So Les Brown, Jim Rohn, those old school guys, those are my go-to motivational guys Listen to CDs. I canceled my TV subscription, no TV, no news, no newspaper. Like Tony Robbins says, if we're going to be in third world war, you're going to find out about it. Don't, that you don't need to listen to the news. So Les Brown led me to say, you know what? You want to be, uh, do something big, mail the Mercola team, you know, email them, mail them hard copy who you are, what you're doing and why you need, they need to work with you once a month. And, and it took two years. It really did. It took wow, two years. Two years. <laughs> two years. That's awesome, though. And, and so I didn't believe that I could train Dr. Joe McCullough at first, but my client, Glenn, he built my belief up. And he said, do this, do what Les Brown did. So I just did it. I might have missed a month or two, but two years. And then finally an email. Uh, I got a phone call one day. It was one of those elevator pitch uh, moments where you just know you got like one minute. And he said, hey, uh, hey, uh, Darren Steen, Jim Larson, Vice President of Mercola.com. Uh, been getting a few of your uh, letters in the mail. And he laughed. <laughs> True story. And he says, so you, you really think you're really that good. Why do you, what do you have to offer? And, and I just, I think it was something close to this. You know, uh, I'm one of the busiest trainers in the world, one-on-one -on -one trainers. I'm the number one trainer at Lifetime Fitness for five years. I have tons of experiences and I've created the most time efficient workout system on the planet that's safe and in two to three hours of activity per week, it can fight the obesity epidemic. And Dr. Merck is good at natural uh, eating, nutrition for longevity, but at gaining muscle and losing fat and being fit, he needs some help. So I need Dr. Mercola and the CEO to come down to my private studio, the Transformation Station, experience a session with me. And I was quiet. I shut up. And about five seconds went by. It seemed like two minutes or ten minutes. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, shit. <laughs> but I did it. And it was something Les Brown taught me, or Tony Robbins said, be quiet, throw it out there, be bold. And then to my total amazement, he said, well, maybe next Wednesday noon or Friday at 3.30. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> what? And so, and so. Wait, the Dr. Mercola? And yeah. Oh, yeah. And his CEO, Steve Rye. Steve Rye is still his CEO to this day. They came down for one day. So what I did was the next day, I canceled sessions in the afternoon. I got quiet. I had a plan. I thought about it. I, I uh, did some deep breathing. I wrote down in a journal. Uh, you know, I started, Brian Cusdis in 2001 said, if you want to get your thoughts out of your head, you want to hit goals, you've got to start a journal. Yes, and can. so you got to get things out of your head. I've written in a journal every day since 2002 when Tony – when you look at someone like Brian Cousins, who on the surface was making big money, the, the name of the company's on the wall at Comiskey Park, and he sends you to the Tony Robbins, gives you a CD kit, you do what he says. Right. When you, when you hang around who you want to be like. So I, I'd write down in my journal that I'm going to give Mercola and his CEO, Steve Ride, the most incredible workout that they've ever had. I went to bed early that night. I woke up early. I, I, I got ready for them. I was ready. What's the old saying, Dino, that – you know, uh, huge things happen when uh, preparation and opportunity meets. That's right. So I was ready for them. And, and I'm good at training people, but I was really good that day. I, I do this for anybody that comes in my, in my studio, but when it's someone like Mercola or someone influence, I take it up a notch. And after that one session, uh, I'm good at warming joints up. I'm good at a, some very unique things like super slow technique. You're aware of it. Uh, Dean, but I've invented quite a few techniques of what felt right to me. So I warmed their joints up. I showed them my unique technique, more time under tension, mind-muscle connection, the safety, time efficiency. And then after that, uh, I'm not for sure how it went down, but I, I'm not for sure if they told me that day or the, a few days later, the vice president called me up and we started negotiating me driving up an hour to their headquarters in Lombard, Illinois, 
and uh, we, we inked the first deal. Wow, that's awesome. Applause to you, man. If we had uh, sound effects, we'd have those applause going. I can hear people, <laughs> cheer. I can hear people cheering. Yeah. So, uh, so then, then all of a sudden, you know, I get this message from you and you're like, I'm, I won the thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know you were doing the thing with. So how did you get it? How did you get it that? This is, a, this is a great story. I'll try to make it a one to two minute story. So yep. another guy that's not on my freaking new team list, Brian Barry, Barry Landscaping. He's doing very large things. Most people in the area have heard of Barry Landscaping. Got he cuts the grass and plows the snow for every ComEd facility in the Illinois, from the north tip to the south tip. It's a big deal. That's a big That's deal. only one of his five businesses. So I'm training him. A personal trainer, if your rates are medium to high, almost all your clients are successful business people. Pick the good ones and pick their brain. So I told Brian Berry, this building I'm in right now, the back 3,000 square foot is open. I can get it for about $2,500. I got a vision of doing group training and expanding. And we talked it out for, I'm like, should I do it, Brian? And he looked at me and he thought for a few minutes and he said, you know what? He said, you're the best one-on-one -on -one personal trainer I've ever had. He said, I think you're one of the best in the country. You're training Dr. Joe Mercola in front of a lot of people. I think group training is going to distract you from your power zone. He said, I think you got to focus on becoming known as one of the top trainers in the world, one-on-one 12-week -on -one transformation trainers. Focus on your power zone. And I said, that makes a lot of sense to me. So after his was done, my journal's always out and opened up. I wrote down, become known around the world as one of the best one-on-one 12-week -on -one transformation trainers. Do not open a group training facility. And I, and I wrote that down for two or three days in a row in the morning. Same thing. I will become known as one of the best 12-week transformation one trainers in the world. And then four days into that, it's, uh, it's goal setting one-on-one. You focus on a goal, and what you need is already it's always around you, but you won't notice it unless you focus on the goal because of the RAS, reticular activation system. It's goal setting one-on-one. So four days after Brian Berry told me that, writing down what, the vision of what I needed to do, what I was going to do, not what I wanted to do, but what I was going to do. On ad, just on the side, Facebook ad, America's Next Great Trainer, looking for top trainers for a competition, $15,000 overall prize at the Arnold Sport Classic. I looked at it. I watched the two-minute video. I said, that's me. I emailed <laughs> the guy, Rob Fletcher. I said, what do I need to do to enter? And I won the whole thing. So I would have never wow. saw if I didn't write it down. <laughs> See, isn't that funny how our, you know, as, you know, thoughts become things, right? You and I have always practiced to that. And that's why we do the vision board. I'm sort of curious about the listeners that are out there. Uh, you can comment if you're here in the recording on this or if you're live with us. How many people journal, write things down? I mean, it is amazing how, how that manufactures reality for so many of us. And some folks are chiming in like Ben and folks, uh, you know, you, the, the best training sessions that they're for with you. And I think, or I know it's because, you know, I always tell you this too, that my best training sessions, the most effective training sessions have always been with you. And I think it's because I feel like you're, you're all in, like you, you really understand and get what I'm about, you know, when you're training me. So uh, I just want to give that shout out for you as well. So thank, thank you, Dino. And the, uh, and it was not a physique competition. Arnold wanted to go and needs to go towards anti-aging. He knows that's where the real money is. Right. He is burnout with the bodybuilding community and the half transparencies of the drugs and the, and the bodybuilding magazines, supplement catalogs. He's burnt out. He doesn't like it anymore. Right. So he hired uh, the top 10 personal training certification companies in the world that certify, educate, and make personal trainers legal. And it was a very stringent test of our abilities to safely get people in great shape in a short amount of time. And, you know, it was a year-long uh, process. They willed the 500 people that entered down to 50. They brought us for a two-day to Arnold Sports Classic in March of 2015 and put a movie camera crew because they're going to do a documentary audience. And it was very nerve-wracking. And it was very confusing because they never had the contest before. So... I simply went over in the corner and I heard one of my good business mentors in my mind and said, I might even text him because I, I like coach when I'm trying to navigate through a tough spot. And he said, Darren, 
You've done this thousands of times. Just act like someone walked in the door of your transformation station. You've had so many repetitions of that. And that's exactly what I did. I went back, I put my chin up, and I act like I was in my shop doing what I've done thousands and thousands of times. That's why I won the contest, because of my confidence and my eloquence. I wouldn't have had that if I didn't go over in the corner and, and deep breathe, because no one knew what was going on. Everybody was uptight. And I let go of that uptightness, and I just did what I've always done for thousands of uh, repetitions, and it was easy for me, and it flowed very easily. And that's why I won. Isn't that amazing? You know, it's funny. It, it brings up... Um you know, when, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've had, you know, a lot of people go, oh my gosh, you know, you're so natural when you speak and things like that. It seems like you're, you got it all together and you're never nervous. No, I'm scared shitless a lot of times when I'm going in front of a crowd. And so what's interesting, just like you said, you put yourself in that familiar zone. So one of the cool things is um, I actually put my angel, I call it uh, uh, actually daughter, Dr. Judith Wright coached me through this one time. I was doing one of the biggest audiences I had ever done. And, and she's like, well, you can put whoever you want in that audience. She goes, put all your angels out there. Put my grandma out there. I'm putting my mom out there. You know, all the people that have brought me comfort. And I'm like, well, that's who's in the audience. And I can talk to them about anything at any time. And then I was just able to breathe, you know, and then, you know, next thing you know, I wasn't all uptight. I wasn't scared. I was, there wasn't a lot of fear, but it's funny how, how that sort of, uh, uh, put that, um, you know, together. And Bill Haas is giving you a big shout out. You don't know him yet, but I'm sure he will work with you. Uh, he said, uh, you guys need, I love this guy. You need to have him on again. <laughs> so Nice. Awesome. Well, yeah. So, um, and, uh, and I mentioned you in my book that's coming out. So I'm excited about that. So uh, we only have a couple minutes left. So if you were going to give, um, you know, three pieces of advice to entrepreneurs, busy business people, and most of us are out of balance and, and you've helped me tremendously. What are, what are three things that you would leave us with for us to get uh, back on track, get in balance or to reset ourselves out there? Man, I would say the easy answer to that question is get stuff out of technology, out of your head and start a journal. Yeah. And uh, every day that you wake up, just write the date. Some of us don't even know what year it is, let alone the day and the date. Just yeah. write down the day and the date Write down one or two main things that you're going towards in the future like you've already done them. Then you can use it as a to-do list. You can write it down as someone you got to call. But just get – most people have big ideas in the shower, but they're fitting. So get stuff out of your head with that journal. At night, get off the technology for five, ten minutes. Turn the electricity off. Light a candle. Take a nice slow breath in. Nice, slow breath out. You can't think of too many things when you do a nice, slow, long breath. Do that three or four times and then say, I'm going to write in my journal versus being on social media and seeing what's going on. So a journal is, is definitely a big, big one. Uh, the thing that I've done with every client that I've ever trained since I left being a blue-collar worker in August 2000 is I tell them, uh, write, stand, stand up tall, say a go out loud, and feel it in your heart like you already have it. And if you can't feel joy and expect uh, love in your heart, back to a time in your life where you did, when your kid was born, when your dad gave you a BB gun, just faith it till you make it. But say it out loud what you want, feel it in your heart like you already have it, and see it in the movie screen in your mind. It's see it, feel it, say it. In the morning, a couple times takes five minutes, and at night, which is more powerful, because you're in the auto, you're in the alpha wave state. It seeps in your subconscious. It's like auto suggestion or self hypnosis. Think and grow rich, Napoleon Hill, 101. Right. And whatever, uh, Jim Fannin, the coach, the golf coach. So whatever you do in the alpha wave state, the three minutes before bed, when the brain's in REM in a little bit, cleaning the files is replayed 15 to 17 times more than any other time of the day. It's like auto-suggestion or self-hypnosis. It's so basic 101. Many of my business guys say, oh, yeah, I've, I've done that for business, but I, they've never done it for their workouts or their health and fitness. I've simply done that very simple thing with my clients, with myself. It works very, very well. Yeah, and I would say one thing that I wrote down here, and just because, you know, this is what we coach and train on, and and it brought, I think it brought some aha moments to you as you were even talking on this uh, interview, 
is um, be afraid to share uh, your goals and your challenges with those that are close to you that are not going to knock you down, but are going to support you to to stay or to get up or to go to that next step up. And they're going to put you on their shoulders and carry you, you know, onto the field in celebration together, right? 100%. You know, if I only got a couple more, the last thought that I have, I got I want to talk for another two hours, but like, like your <laughs> we'll friend have said, you back. we'll have you back on. <laughs> I hope so. And so I love to study successful people and hear what their story is. So Lewis Howes is like an up and coming Tony Robbins kind of guy who had a failed NFL career. Uh, he has got a great program called School of Greatness, Lewis Howes. So he's killing it. He's killing things, getting like the Gary, uh, sort of like Grant Cardone. He's getting like five, ten thousand butts in the seats once a year. He's crushing it on the surface. So Lewis Howes tells his story. It's like everybody else. And the, the time in his career where he started to tell people about his depression and being fully transparent and vulnerable, people are drawn to that. You said, you know, share that with your your close network, but I'm everyone's different. I shared it on YouTube and I was afraid to do it like eight years ago when I had a nervous breakdown and, and I lost my family for the, and my kids for the time being and my business. But as soon as I did, it felt good. And I got back 300, 400% more contacts and emails. Guess what? Guess what? Oh my God, you're not Superman. Me too. I, I, I went through that. I thought I was the only one, but as guys, we don't want to share that because especially in fitness, I, you know, I look like, a pretty buff dude, you know, and it's like, right. woo. And, but it's not, it wasn't too hard for my personality to be transparent with people. It's going to be harder for some other people, some other folks, depending on their personality, but it is so liberating and the team around you. And it could be the start of a really brand new, uh, uh, being more effective and efficient at building a, a friends list. that's going to support you more thoroughly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, uh, and, and, you know, so that's, um, that's really social support. So there's social teaming, which is like, you know, the five people and the team close to you that got you through it. Yep. And then there's a mix of social support. So I'm doing that with you now, you know, as of uh, February 13th, 2019, as we timestamp this episode, um, you know, I've been what in your, in your uh, 12 week transformation, about five, uh, five weeks or so. And I've seen a change in myself, and I can honestly say that I needed that structure um, and and really that that change to help me with my transformation. And it's tough for me to put it on social media to say, you know, you know, here I am, the the person, and and I really just didn't like who I was. And it's tough to put that out there. But thank you and the support of not just you, but my family and other people around me uh, that have just got me to that point. You know, it's uh, you know that's what helps us through that next part of our own transformation. So um, I just want to thank you for that personally. And I, I feel that, you know. Well, absolutely, absolutely. You're very welcome. I'll, I will do that for anybody, let alone a friend of 10 years that can help me in business. I, I do it for anybody that's part of my success. And Dino, you're investing money. Yeah. Dino's driving an hour away to my studio on Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. So this doesn't come easy, but I think in our 40s and 50s, we had a physical fitness longevity point where we're like, are my better days behind me? And if you feel like your better days are behind you physically and health and energy and focus, that's not a good feeling. And it's either you step up and push through these challenges and take control and, and not just doctor and take a pill to overcome the pain. Yeah. Or, you know, and we need help with that a lot of times. And my, my heart goes out to people that maybe don't realize they have the time to slow down I believe the body has an unbelievable, remarkable ability to regenerate new, healthy, even maybe disease-free cells when you change what you put in your mind, your mouth, and the way you move. And it's not as difficult and confusing as people think. I love to help people navigate through that. It's simple. It's time efficient. I can set up a plan for anybody, whether they hire me or not, to get a little bit of momentum to go in the right direction of feeling like their best days are in front of them. Yeah, right on. And if people want to do check out that uh... – uh, you know, 12 uh, week transformation program. Where should they go, Darren? You know, I would say my first name is Darren, D A R I N. Send me an email. We'll touch base one, one on one at fatlosslifestyle.com. Oh, they can email you directly then. How about that? You guys get direct support. And I've got to tell you, 
firsthand. You know, I used to be the hardest working bulldog in the gym uh, with the least results. You know, I thought if I went in there and crushed it and lift everything in the gym, I was, and I'd wind up with injuries and I'd wind up off track and I just wasn't part of a system. So I can attest that this is really a great system and got uh, 24 pounds off and while building muscle and about four and a half to five inches to prove it. So we'll find out this Saturday as I weigh in. So thanks, you know, we, we hold them accountable with the tape measure around the tummy, which is uh, exciting now, but at first it's not. And oh. another really big point, Dino, is you know this, but I want to make sure listeners know that you don't need to go to the gym to do this program. Uh, you know, 75 year old sedentary person, I can give them a great program that is a great start and help them evolve towards doing resistant bands and stuff like that. Anybody can do this lighter weights, nice and slow and controlled time and attention, mind muscle connection. Everyone can do this program. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, man, thanks for your energy and your inspiration. I'm going to bring uh, Kate and Jackson back on. I want to hear what they got out of this lesson. And, um, you know, it's always, uh, we have a lot of people that are chiming and, uh, jumping in. So, Kate, what did you get uh, out of, you know, you've known Darren, you know, personally, because you're working with him on the influencer team. Uh, but what do you, what did you get of this that maybe was a surprise or you didn't know? Um, well, there are parts of his story that I don't necessarily know, but one of the things that I just have always loved about Darren and respected about him from the beginning is that he's so vulnerable. And, and what we said is that a lot of times we don't see these these men specifically fitness trainers i think you see a lot of women who are open about their vulnerability but he's he's so open about it with his struggles with his health with his life with his relationships with being a single dad he's always been open with me from the beginning and so it just it's always resonated with me that he's a good person that cares about you and expects you to care about him back so i, I loved hearing about it and i always love working with him oh geez kate i got it i I got to give slides a virtual $20 bill. Here you go. <laughs> Jackson, Jackson, what about you? So I, I work with uh, Darren as well on, you know, a weekly basis and still every week. I, I mean, it's not that it was anything new. I mean, I definitely learned new things, but I think the biggest thing that resonated with me is how inspirational you are to everyone, even the people that are doubting themselves on their own abilities. The people, you, you know, I, you know, I, I can't, I wish we had a counter sitting there counting how many times you said everyone can do this, everyone. And, you know, everyone is such a, I mean, it's a large amount of people. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people on this planet and, you know, if everyone can do it and I, I just, I love his energy and the, the way that you, you inspire people to be, to want more for themselves. Yeah. So I think that was my biggest thing is just, you know, the inspirational part of it. So, yeah. Thank, hey, thank you, Action Jackson. And I, I firmly do believe it's true at any age, you know, a little easier in the 20s and 30s. I see people that give up in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. But if they can reframe it and get a simple program, anybody can get excited about improving their money, career, health, fitness, longevity, and their physical, uh, and their uh, relationships. They can improve anything. It's all the my, my, life's a mind game. You just got to have a coach to reframe it the correct way. Amen, brother. Amen. And I just uh, want to say you're really on target with your assignments. So there's a hint to those clients out of there that are late with their assignments on time. So woot, woot. About, <laughs> nice job out there. Well, listen, everybody loved it. And uh, Jimmy Z gives a big shout out here. And then uh, Jackson, we have a couple of engagement winners out there. You want to give a shout out to those two people? Yeah. So we have two engagement winners this week. It's uh, the first one. Bill Haas is uh, on our Zoom platform. So he's watching uh, on Zoom, and then uh, Ben Quigley, who's watching on our Facebook Live right now. So, uh, th you know, thank you to you guys, and uh, we will get you guys your Starbucks gift cards later today. So, yeah, now remember, there's rules behind that, Darren. So these people uh, actually have to now uh, take someone for coffee and share what they learned from your episode today. So they ba they basically we ask that you pass it on, and we don't want to just have the people that win the Starbucks gift card, but we will encourage each and every one of you as thought leaders and business influencers in your community to pass it on. So teach your family, teach your children, teach colleagues, teach those that you're sitting across from, hey, you know what? 
I listened to this podcast today, The Influence Factory, and I really was inspired by Darren Steen. And I'm going to start journaling again and just have an active conversation as you're sort of learning and growing yourself. So that's our, that's our big ask for you. And uh, as long as everybody does it, and Bill Haas says, be real. So there you go. I love it. All right. From, uh, thanks again, Darren. We appreciate you. And from all of us here at the Influence Factory, uh, we will see you online developing and building your influence every day. Take care. Crystal Kate, Action Jackson. Woo woo. <laughs>